Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week out there. It's been a good week here. Got to play some pickleball and it's always a better week when you get to get out on the pickleball court and bat the ball around a little bit. So it's a good week here. This week I want to talk about confidence. Uh, just got, you know, as you probably know by now from listening to the podcast, uh, Jill and I were out of the country for a little bit, got back in, into the country, played in a tournament with uh, my friends Marius and Sarah. It was a nice experience, but, you know, I, I was rusty coming back. And so I got to feel some of what a lot of us feel sometimes out on the pickleball court, which is uncertainty, right? A little bit of doubt in terms of what I'm doing out there. And I wanted to share some thoughts about confidence. Thinking, you know, thinking through confidence, what happens is, you know, you can, um, if you have confidence when you're on the pickleball court, you're going to feel better and you're going to play better. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about confidence, frame it out for you, what's important, what you need to look for. And then in the riff today, we're actually going to continue the conversation and I'm going to give you a specific tip that you can use to help you with your confidence when you're on the pickleball court with a part of the, what you need to have confidence out on the pickleball court. With all that said, let's get some pickleball therapy. Pickleball, like life, has inflection points. Those times when the light bulbs just go on and you see everything better. It's the same with pickleball. Sometimes those light bulbs will go on and you're going to play better. If you're ready to turn on the lights of pickleball, join us inside the pickleball system. Class is open for registration. It's only a limited amount of time. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast, so I can't tell you exactly when, but it's pretty soon. I'm going to put a link below, go to thepickleballsystem.com and join us for our next class. Let CJ and I show you how to turn on the lights. We'll see you in class. As I mentioned, I got back from, uh, Jill and I got back from our trip and I basically went right into uh, the mini series that we had for the, the teaching the pickleball to folks and then went right into the tournament. So not a lot of time between when, when we got back in the tournament and while we were gone, I didn't get to play a lot of pickleball, neither did Jill. And so we came back and we're a little bit rusty. So we play in this tournament and had a great time, you know, really enjoyed playing with our with our friends and seeing folks that we hadn't seen in a while and things like that and going out and competing. But we're a little bit rusty. So what happens is you're not crisp out there. And then you start what? You start doubting yourself, right? You start thinking, hmm, how, do, you know, can I hit that shot? And then the next time you have to hit that shot, you're, you're, oh, no, not sure what to do. So at the end, I'm going to tell you a little bit of what happened at the end of our first match uh, in the um, in my mixed doubles uh, draw, we were we were tied 10-10 at the time. I think it was 10-10-2 actually. And I'll tell you what happened at the end when instincts kicked in. So overriding that doubt that was creeping into the into the mind. But what happened, you know, during the match was as doubt creeped into my mind as I started to lose some confidence in my shots, my arm got tight. My shots got worse, right? It was like this downward spiral from a lack of confidence. So I was thinking to myself, you know, how often does that affect us as pickleball players on the court? And I think it's a pretty common occurrence, right? When you're out there and you start doubting yourself. And I wanted to break it down a little bit. I wanted to talk about, I wanted to look into, okay, what is what do you need in order to have confidence, right? What is, what is confidence made up of? And I'm going to give you the straight up Merriam-Webster definition of confidence. It's a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So it's two parts to it, right? One is uh, you need to have ability, right? And then you need to have appreciation of that ability. That's what gives you that, what they call the feeling of self-assurance, right? That confidence. So the destroyer of confidence is what? It's doubt. 
And more specifically, it's doubt in our ability when we're out on the pickleball court. Now, doubt can originate from one of two places. Doubt can originate from lacking the ability and knowing that you lack the ability. Or it can arise from just being in the dark, meaning I, I, I'm, I, I know there's something missing, but I don't even know what it is. So I don't even know what the ability is uh, that I'm missing, right? So it's, it's like a doubt that arises from doubt. It's, 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 it's given in doubt. So let, let me, let's turn back to the tournament and I'm going to, I'm going to see how doubt actually impacts a play, right? So one area that it affects you is the mechanics. As I mentioned, you know, as I started to, you know, miss a shot and, and then I started doubt crept in things like that. My arms started to get tight. Everything started to be problematic with my shot. Uh, the second thing it started to affect was my mind, right? My mind started to get cloudy out there. I started to, I wasn't thinking about where I needed to hit the ball or, what I needed to do, you know, to, to have the best chance for success on the court. I was thinking about what I was thinking about the shot I just missed. I was thinking about, Oh my God, you know, I can't hit that ball. I, you know, some reason it's not working and things like that. The doubt started creeping in my mind. And so it started to affect my play, generally speaking, not just on that one shot, but generally speaking. So the, the question is, you know, what can I do about that? Right. When I, when I, when I have a lack of confidence, the, the key to gaining confidence, right, is to, uh, to gain more self-assurance on the court is, is to first have the knowledge of what you need and then to, to get the, the practice in to do what you need to do. So the example I'll use is let's use a block volley, for example, right? So let's assume that you've hit, I'm going to go hyperbolic here, 10, 10 million block volleys. Right in practice, you've hit literally 10 million block volleys. Next time you play and someone smashes a ball at you, you don't have to think about it. Your paddle just will shoot out naturally because you've hit 10 million of them, and you're going to be able to block that shot really well. It's basically think of it like autopilot, right? Now let's compare that to a normal block volley, right? That we're going to hit tomorrow when we play. Someone's getting ready to, you know, that that the banger out there is going to smash that ball at you and they're getting ready to hit it at you, what happens? Well, more likely than not, your eyes go really wide, your grip tightens, you get all sweaty, and your brain is going, oh, no, oh, not again. Don't miss it. Please don't miss it, right? Now, the difference between these two situations is what? It's one thing. It's 10 million volleys, right? I mean, it's a lot, I know. I'm just I'm being a little hyperbolic here because I want to drive the point home. But it's having hit the 10 million volleys. The player that's hit 10 million volleys has no problem blocking a ball. They've seen it all. The player that has never practiced a block volley, on the other hand, is going to be a little nervous when they have a have a, have to block a volley or hit a block volley in real time game. So, you know, and 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 I wrote a piece on this, and in the piece I say, don't don't stop the podcast yet, or in this in the case of the article, don't run out there and start doing it yet, because what we the way we're framing this is confidence comes from doing right. That's the ten million volleys, but there's another word that's missing. It's the word knowing. So if you want to think about it more completely, confidence comes from knowing doing. I know those two words don't work great there, but you get the idea, right? You have to do the things with knowledge, right? So let's talk about the same player, right? That player goes out to, uh, to, to play and uh, they play the normal morning session. You talk to them afterwards at lunch or something and they... You know, how'd it go? I had a great time, but I wish I didn't miss that many shots, right? So you ask further. You say, 
tell me a little more what happened. You know, what, what kind of shots were you missing? What, you know, how were you missing them? Things like that. Not what the cause was, mind you. Net, wide, long, what's going on? Also, what kind of shots? Volleys, dinks, whatever. The reality is that most pickleball players, and here I'm not being hyperbolic, I would say 90% of pickleball players cannot tell you, you know, repeat back to you what it was that actually happened on the pickleball court. What they know is, you know, I didn't play the way I wanted to play. There's something wrong. I made errors, those types of things, right? But they don't know the more specifics of what the error, of, of the actual error that occurred, right? What happens then is that it's very difficult to correct. It's very difficult. Actually, I would say it's impossible to make progress there because if you don't know what it is that happened on the court, then it's going to be very difficult to come up with a with a diagnosis and a solution, right? Um, and so what happens is you end up being, you end up in this like downward spiral or this cycle where you go out to play, things don't go the way you expect them to, you don't know why this is happening, and that will lead to frustration and dissatisfaction and sometimes even leaving the game. That is something that CJ and I are very passionate about avoiding if we can avoid it. Because if the reason for the frustration and dissatisfaction is simply lack of knowledge, that is fixable, right? The the And in the riff, I'm going to give you some tips on how to acquire this knowledge. But basically, the idea is I need to know what's going on out there so that I can then do the work Right. So then I can do the doing. Right. So confidence comes from knowing doing. I need the knowledge first so that I can identify what I need to work on. Then I need the knowledge to know how to do it correctly. Then I put in the work and that's what gives me the confidence. That's what gives me my my 10 million uh, volleys. If you want a more realistic number, you can think in the terms of, you know, five or 10,000 volleys. It sounds like a lot, but it really isn't because you can get Realistically, you can get uh, four or 500 volleys done in a session. So you're talking about 20 sessions. It's not, you know, we're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about 20 years. We're talking about 20 sessions dedicated to one shot, one technique, one thing. That'll give you a ton of reps out there on the pickleball court. Now let's turn back to the tournament that I mentioned earlier to really drive this point home. Now, as I mentioned, I was having some difficulty with my shots. Specifically, I don't think I mentioned the specific shot. I was having some difficulty with some of my dinks. Okay. And so what happened is as I started to have difficulty with them, my arm got tighter every time I had to dink. Now, here's the difference between the, an average player, right? The 90% I mentioned earlier and myself. And frankly, here in this case, my partner, Sarah, who is an amazing instructor and player in her own right, and actually helped me with the shot. What we know is we know what's happening. In other words, I recognized that it is this particular shot that is bothering me, A, B, what was happening was the balls were ending up in the net. I wasn't giving them enough energy, enough loft and energy, right? Why? My arm was getting tight and I was coming at the ball at an, at an angle that didn't make sense. If you want to watch a video on it, watch the video on the using the clock technique. That's a really helpful video to explain how that works. But the, the bottom line is I understood and Sarah understood what was happening, right? So that's the knowing piece, right? That also, that helped me... Uh, that helped me understanding it just makes me feel calmer, right? Because I know what's going on. I'm like, okay, my arm is tight and I'm coming at the ball the wrong way so I can make adjustments while I'm playing. It also helps me post-tournament, right? Because post-tournament, I can then get out on the court like I did when I got back here and work on the thing that is that is 
challenging, right? Um, and so what happens is you feel that knowledge gives you a sense of empowerment, right? It gives you a sense, knowing gives you empowerment to know, okay, I know what's going on out there. I may not be doing it perfectly, but I'm in the know. And the good news here is that there's no reason why you cannot have the same amount of knowledge and frankly, why not more than I have in it, the game, than CJ, than Sarah, than, than any of the top instructors who we are and work with um, that, they, that we have in the game, right? You can have the same amount of knowledge. And in fact, that's CJ and my mission. That's why we do what we do, because we want you to know as much, if not more, than, uh, than we do about, the, about pickleball and about everything about pickleball. Now, in the riff, I said I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you uh, uh, a little bit about what you can do. I'll give you the the first step in that process. But before that, let me tell you what happened at 10:10, as I promised earlier. So we were at 10:10-2 of the second game. The, we had won the first game 11-9. So it was one of those back and forth, you know, matches with tension on both sides, some good shots, some silly misses on both sides. You know, just normal game, nice nice game. I mean, you know, good competition, and. They were dinking uh, to my back end, which is the correct strategy if you're playing against me. If you're listening to this and never play against me, that's what I recommend you do. And I had been playing the dink game back. And then at 10-10-2, my instincts kicked in. And my instinct there was to execute a non-volley zone lob off the backhand side, which I did successfully in the middle of the court forcing uh, the players to go the player to go back and retrieve it and resulting in a miss on their side giving us the point to 11 and then at 11 10 2 I did the exact same thing again to win the game 12 10 so what happened then was instincts took over I allowed myself I quieted my mind I was able to quiet my mind allow my instincts to take over and to deliver the last two points of the game and match that we needed to, to get out of that situation that we were in, you know, that scrap that we were in. So that's an example of where, you know, I'm going through a tough period in my game. I understand what the problem is. I can't fix it at that specific moment. I can do some things. But what I did is I allowed instinct to take over by quieting my mind and was able to complete the game. All right. So in the riff, I'm going to give you a tip to get you started down the path to figuring out the what, right? That's the knowledge so that you can figure out what to do and get those 10 million volleys in to improve your game and improve your confidence. Stay tuned for the riff. As a pickleball player, you are no doubt working on your game, but are you also working on your vision? Doesn't it make sense that better vision will lead to better pickleball? Not to mention better night driving. CJ and I rely on the experts at Visual Edge to help us track those balls so we don't ever miss a shot. If you're ready to take your vision and perhaps your game to the next level, join us inside Visual Edge. I'll link to it below. We'll see you inside. If we think of doubt as a little devil sitting on our shoulder, just whispering into our ear, right? Just, just causing us to wonder, God, am I good enough to be out here? Am I good enough to compete on this court and things like that? If you want to quiet that that voice down, if you want to get it, get it to to, to cease talking to you, right? To cease bother you. The best way to do that is first to know, to gain knowledge, right? What is happening, right? What is going on? We refer to it different ways. We refer to sometimes as seeing the game. That's one way of thinking about it. If that works for you, another way of thinking about it is learning the language, right? Think of pickleball as like learning how to speak 
you know, any language, Japanese, French, uh, Italian, Korean, whatever you want to learn how to speak, learning how to speak a language. Now, once you learn how to speak pickleball, right, what happens is you, you see a situation and you know what the situation is telling you, right? You can figure that out. Is it footwork? Is it foundation? Is it paddle swing? Is it the shot not going to the right spot? Whatever the situation, whatever's happening, right? You will know the cause of it. That's the first step. Now, the first step on that process, right? The first step on the first step, if you will, is if you haven't downloaded it yet, download it. If you've downloaded it, spend some time on it. Go back to it. Spend 10 minutes with it this week. The three pillars of pickleball. Why the three pillars of pickleball? Why did we do that? We don't, you know, we, we're not trying to find busy work for ourselves. We came up with the three pillars of pickleball because we wanted to give your give you a framework into which you can place every part of the game. So if you're having a problem with your shots, consider going to the mechanical pillar. That's where you want to work. If you're having a, an issue with your strategy, meaning I'm not sure where to hit the My shots are great. I can hit every ball everywhere and that's fine. But I don't know if I'm doing the right things. Then go to the strategic pillar and learn what the right strategies are. Get your objectives straight. Once you have your objectives straight, you, you're an intelligent person. You can work out a lot of the strategies. We give you strategies too inside the system and our other work. But but if you understand the objectives and really have them like deep-seated into your heart, you have that, that high knowledge, high IQ about those, the strategies you can probably come up with. And then the mechanical pillar. Let's say, you know what? I'm really good for three games, and then my body falls apart. I just get tired and stuff like that. Probably got a mechanical pillar issue. Or my mind gets foggy. I get cloudy. I, you know, I get upset. I get you know, irate when I miss a shot. Whatever it is. Athletic pillar. Why? That's your mind. Athletic pillars, mind-body connection. So spend some time, understand the pillars. When you understand the pillars, now you can you can silo, right? You can you can segment, you can put your whatever's happening in the right category. That's step number one down this process. If you want to learn more about the three pillars and everything that makes them, makes up the three pillars, I highly recommend the pickleball system. Uh, we just uh, started our fall 2022 class, so you cannot join the class right now because that class is, it's a class. So the class is closed, if you will. Registration is closed for that class. But we will have a class opening soon. And we have a, a wait list that you can go to the Pickleball System wait list. I'll put a link in the in the show notes. You can check it out. Go on there. Sign up for the wait list. Uh, there is a cost to the class, uh, but you know it's well worth it if you really want to improve your Pickleball. You'll gain a ton, a ton of knowledge. And if you're not sure if the, if the system is right for you, all you got to do is read some testimonials of players who have gone through it, players just like you who want to know more about Pickleball and want to grow in the game. They're growing in the game through the system. So highly recommend it to you. All right, so that's this week's podcast. Hopefully this will help you uh, with confidence. Confidence is knowing, doing. You got to have knowledge, then you got to do it. You still got to do it. Even if you join the system, you still got to put the work in. So the work is important, but first we got to know what we're doing out there. So that's uh, hopefully that'll help you with your thinking about confidence and working through this. Remember, folks, the key is this is achievable. This is doable. It takes a little bit of work, takes a little bit of focus, a little bit of time, but it's achievable if it's something that you want to accomplish. Have a great week. Oh, almost forgot. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it. Share it with your friends. Remember, if you enjoyed the podcast, I'm going to bet they're going to enjoy it too. Now I can tell you, have a great week, and we'll see you next time.